What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our online Water's Edge Sunday morning worship experience. Once again, thank you so very much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. For those of you that continue to share these digital experiences with your friends and family, thank you so much for doing that. We hope it's very helpful. Also, for those of you that continue to give online, thank you so much for your generosity. It helps us love more people and help more people and feed more people and serve more people. It causes us to make the love of God visible to our hurting city and our struggling community. Thank you so much for doing that. It's a blessing. Also, for those of you that are local listeners, if you would like to join us back in person live, then we have our in person live services back meeting with a full experience. We have cafe open, kids' churches open, nursery is open. We have two really cool uh, in person services at 9 30 and 11 15. Our 11 15 service has a little bit more room if you're concerned about social distancing issues, but we would love to see you in person. It's an amazing experience. Experience. You know, sometimes in life it's very difficult to not get overwhelmed, and sometimes we would just love to escape. Today we continue with our current series entitled Reunion, and let me just explain that to you in this way. During certain seasons of our life, sometimes it can feel like we've lost parts of ourselves, parts of who we are, parts of our heart, parts of our faith parts of our identity, and parts of our life. And so in this series, I want us to look at this question and notice this today. What could you rediscover in your life today that could give you hope for tomorrow? And when we ask that question, this is what we mean, and this is what we're really gonna zero in on in this series, and notice this. What are some parts of you that you feel like you've lost and they were the best parts of you? And you would love to recapture those parts of you again as you go forward in life. That's what this series is about. It's about those specific times in our life when we need to look back and it's good to look back, but not to dwell all over again on the past or the regret or the shame or the mistakes or all the failures that we've convinced ourselves that are filling our lives. It's not to look back and think about those things, but it's to look back at the parts of who we were that we've lost that we never, ever wanted to lose. And it's how we can reclaim those parts, the best parts of who we used to be. And so this series should be very therapeutic and very helpful for all of us. Now, let me just say this. The message that I want to teach you today is very, very crucial and very, very important. It's been needed in my life, and I know that it's going to help you. And I know that you know many people that this is going to help. I studied this information from a therapist named Guy Finch and it was Guy Winch and it was very 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 helpful for me. And so I think this will be very helpful for you and this is going to be one of the most important messages that I think I have ever taught you. Now, at some point in our lives, almost every single one of us will have something happen to us that deeply, deeply breaks our heart. I know of a lady named Kathy who, when she was very young, she dreamed about growing up one day, getting married, and starting a family. That was her dream. That's what she wanted in her life. But in her mid-20s, around the age of 27, they found a lump and they discovered cancer. And so they had to remove it and she went through treatment. And about a year later, they found another lump in another place, more cancer, and they had to remove that too. And she's just going through months and months and months of trauma, surgeries, 
cancer treatment, and she's having to tap into these emotions and this resolve to help her make it through all of this. And when she does, as she starts to reach her 30s again, she decides that she wants to start dating again. She wants to recapture that dream, have a reunion for that dream of getting married one day and having a family. She finally meets a young man, and they date for about six or seven months. And then one night over a very special dinner that she thinks he's going to propose to her at, he breaks up with her after about eight months of just her falling head over heels in love with this guy. And she thought he was falling in love with her too. And then he breaks up with her over a dinner that she thinks he's going to propose at. And it devastates her. It shatters her. It completely breaks her heart. And so now she's facing another recovery, a different kind of recovery. So five months goes by, six months goes by. A year goes by. She's seriously dating this guy for only about seven months, and it ends in a way that shatters her heart. And a year goes by, and she's still not able to recover. The question is why? Why was this incredibly, emotionally, mentally strong woman able to tap into the emotional reserves and the emotional resolve to get over the trauma of being treated with cancer and going through all of the surgeries and being able to recover from that, but having a hard time to recover from this type of love heartbreak. Why is that? Why do so many people struggle when trying to recover from a broken heart? When we try to recover from a broken heart, we flounder and we don't see much of a way out. Why does the same resolve and the same coping mechanisms that can get you and I through so much other hills and battles and mountains and fires and adversities in our life, our emotional resolve, why does it fail us miserably when it comes to healing from heartbreak? Why is that? Now hear this, over the past 25 years of studying people and observing people, going through my own experiences and being with people, I've seen so many different types of people go through so many different types of heartbreak and through that in studies, we've learned this. And so remember this today and notice this. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. When your heart is broken, the same instincts that you ordinarily rely on will time and time again lead you down the wrong path. And this is what we mean. During times of confusing and shattering pain, during times of confusing and shattering heartbreak, it's hard to navigate through what your mind is telling you. And sometimes it's hard to trust what your mind is telling you when your heart is broken. And even furthermore, sometimes you should never trust what your mind is telling you when you go through something that deeply breaks your heart. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, notice what it says. The human heart is the most deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? When your heart is broken, your heart and your mind will deceive you and manipulate you. And sometimes it's not good to trust what your mind is telling you at all. Studies even tell us that when we are given and we know a very clear explanation for why this heart break happened. Studies tell us this, that when you were given a very simple and clear explanation for why this heartbreak happened, that our minds sometimes will even reject that because we think there must be a bigger reason or there must be something that's really, really wrong with me, even when you're given a clear reason. Remember this today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Heartbreak causes such dramatic emotional pain that we convince ourselves that the cause of it must be equally dramatic or worse. It's that gut instinct that becomes so very powerful 
people when you and I go through this shattering heartbreak that we convince ourselves that the real reason for the heartbreak is not the real reason at all. There must be a bigger reason or there must be something wrong with me or something wrong with us. When none of that may be true at all, heartbreak is shattering. It changes the way you think and it changes the way you feel. There's a reason when it happens that you and I go down one rabbit hole after another over and over and over again, trying to figure it out, even though we know when we do this in our mind, it's going to make us feel worse over and over again. There is a reason why. Brain studies tell us that when your heart breaks due to losing love in your life, any type of love that was very special to you, the love of a family member, the love of someone close to you, the love of a parent that you was very close to, a breakup, a divorce, a romance breakup, a close loyal friend that you've lost or just a loss, that it actually activates the same mechanisms in your brain that get activated when a drug addict is withdrawing from substances like cocaine or opioids or heroin. To lose any kind of love in your life to the point where it deeply breaks your heart creates the same type of withdrawal in your brain that addicts go through when they're struggling with substance abuse. Now, when your heart is broken, you go through withdrawals. They're love withdrawals. It works like this. Notice this today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. This is very important and very helpful. The love that we had in our life before the heartbreak was like a drug, and we want that feeling replaced. And so now the feelings that we get by trying to figure out why the heartbreak happened are the feelings that we use to replace the love that we lost and the feelings that come along with it. Our mind and our instincts constantly tell us to try to figure this out find an answer, find an explanation. There must be a bigger reason to this mystery when actually that is not true, this is true. And remember this today and notice this. We're just trying to hold on to memories so we can get our fix. Let me say that again. The reason why we do this in our mind after heartbreak is because we're trying to hold on to memories because we're trying to get our fix. Because the same withdrawals that you're feeling and the same places get activated in your brain as if you were trying to get off of cocaine or heroin or opioids. An addicted person knows when they're shooting up. An addicted person knows when they're using. Most of the time when you and I go through heartbreak, we don't know that we're doing this. But because of this today, we do now. I want you to notice something today from the text. This is very personal if we look deep enough. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. Paul says, Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me and to keep me from becoming proud. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, My grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I will be glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. So notice the breakdown. Something has happened to the missionary right here that has deeply, deeply, deeply affected him and broken his heart to the point where he says, it's caused suffering and it torments me. It's almost to the point where I explain it like it's a demon or the devil that won't leave me alone. It is tormenting. It is heartbreaking. It is shattering. And I have thought about this over and over, he says, and I prayed about this over 
over and over. I have went down this rabbit hole in my mind over and over again because I would like an explanation. I would like an answer. And every time I've went to this place in my life where I was searching for an explanation and an answer, God would always say, you have voids in your life. You're not going to get an answer. Just accept it and let my love and my grace be what you need and be what fills those voids. Sometimes heartbreak leaves voids, empty spots in our life. And sometimes the first step is filling those voids with God's love and God's grace. And if your heart is broken by something today, anything or anyone, you cannot ignore that. Every trip you take down memory lane to try to figure it out is like another time that you shoot up or use drugs. You're just feeding that addiction and these feelings over and over and over again. And when this happens, you have to remember, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. You are deepening your emotional pain and you're making your recovery longer and more difficult. Getting over heartbreak is not a journey. Understand this today. Listen to me. It's a fight. Getting over heartbreak is not a road that you take. It's not a journey that you go down in this life. It is a fight and you have to buckle down and get prepared for it. I want you to know this today and remember this. Your reasoning is going to be your strongest weapon. There is no explanation or answer that you're going to get that's going to be satisfying for why what broke your heart broke your heart why this happened. You will never get an answer or an explanation that will satisfy your soul or take away the pain. So you don't have to search for that anymore. You don't have to wait for it either. Sometimes you just have to accept what was given to you and the way it was given to you and that you're probably not going to get any more answers than what you already have. And then you put that question to rest because you need closure to move on. But we also need something else to move on. And I want you to listen to me right now. You have to come to a place where you're willing to let this go and understand that it's over. If not, get this. Otherwise, your mind is going to feed on hope. And hope, when your heart is broken, hear me, is very destructive and very dangerous. And this is what I mean. If you don't come to a place where you can accept that this happened and you can't let it go and you want answers then this is what's going to happen. You're going to have this hope that one day, if you keep going back to it in your mind, you're going to find an answer. And you're not going to get over it because you're going to hold on to hope that one day I'll find an explanation. And when your heart is broken, this will destroy you. Sometimes you just have to realize that you're not going to get an answer. Notice this today. Holding on to hope that you can figure this out one day and find an explanation is incredibly destructive when your heart is broken. Heartbreak is a master manipulator. It easily gets our mind to do the exact opposite that we know that we need to do, easily. We end up getting stuck in our mind and we start to only think about what we're gonna miss out on if we let this memory go instead of what actually broke our heart. See, that's what our problem is right now today. Some of us have selective memories about what we think broke our heart. Sometimes you only remember back to what you think you miss instead of what led up to breaking your heart. Sometimes to let it go, you also need to remember how heartbreaking it was and what led up to it. And we know this, and yet we still let our minds cycle back from one greatest hit to the next. Sometimes you have to remember also what it was that actually broke your heart so you can move past the pain. Heartbreak causes grief, intrusive thoughts. It causes autoimmune system dysfunction, depression, bodily pain. Listen, 
Heartbreak leads us with voids in our life. And these voids let us know that the heartbreak is real. But these voids also teach us how to heal. Let me say that again. These voids let us know this heartbreak is real, but they also teach us how to heal. And this is what we mean, and remember this, to fix your broken heart. You must identify these voids and work on filling them. If you feel like you have voids in your identity, then you need to work hard now after the heartbreak to reestablish who you are. If you have voids in your social life, work hard to reestablish who you are with new activities and build new memories. If you have empty spaces and voids in your self-esteem, work hard to reestablish yourself and have that reunion with the core of who you are. But none of that will do any good unless you prevent the mistakes that keep causing you to go back to that broken record over and over and over again in your mind. And that starts with these unproductive searches of trying to find an explanation and an answer. Sometimes in order to move on, you just need to understand that God's grace will get you through. Getting over heartbreak is difficult. It's not a journey. It's a fight. But if we refuse to be misled by our mind and our feelings, we can win and we can overcome. Heartbreak causes us to feel like we've lost so many things in our life that we never wanted to lose. I've lost the way I've smiled. I lost the way I used to laugh and how I used to make people laugh. I've lost the way that I love, the way that I relate, the way that I connect, the way that I trust, the way that I have strength, the way that I cope. And we desire that reunion to recapture the best parts of who we are and the best parts of who we used to be. And so sometimes it's good to look back, to go back to the core of who we are and have that reunion. But to do that, you have to start feeling the voids in your life that heartbreak is left. And sometimes the first step is to let the grace of God and the love of God be the starting point to feel those voids. And once you start to feel those voids, then you can reestablish yourself and walk forward. Psalm chapter 147, verse 3. God heals the brokenhearted and he bandages their wounds. He counts the stars and calls them all by name. How great is our Lord. His power is absolute. His understanding is beyond comprehension. God counts all the stars. He has a number for all of them and a name for every single star. And every hair on your head, He can heal your broken heart. Psalm 34, 17. The Lord hears His people when they call to Him for help. He rescues them from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue them each time. God is close to the brokenhearted. Psalm chapter 73, verse 21. Then I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up on the inside. You ever felt that way? I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Couldn't control my thoughts. Yet I still belong to you, God. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. You lead me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I of heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail. My spirit may grow weak. But God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. If you want to have that reunion with the best parts of who you are, then start to fill the voids that heartbreak has left in your life and start with filling those voids with God's grace and God's love. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this message with your friends and family. It's very crucial and it's very helpful. And we cannot wait to see you back next week. We love you all.